Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to be reflecting on Buddhist teachings that were shared in a Dharma talk called Living in a Money-Driven Society, Navigating a Path to Awakening by Buddhist teachers Gina LaRoche and Jen Gohan. So the reason why I was first attracted to this talk was because I found that it really touched a topic that has been on my mind lately which is how do we live in a world that very much seems to be controlled by desires and beliefs that go against the spiritual path? For example, there is just this very strong emphasis on scarcity, material scarcity, scarcity of all kinds, and then the need for excess. One of the resounding sayings that Gina and Jen were repeating in their talk, which I was listening to, is we treasure what we measure. And we live in a society that tends to measure things like clout, money, how many friends you have, how many brands you have in your closet. The things that we measure are not really directly related to what actually generates joy and what actually generates peace in our lives. And as a result, whether or not we're aware of it, we can become trapped in these cycles of scarcity and excess. And for me, the scarcity is really this feeling that is ingrained in us, that we are never enough, that there's always more to do. Your body is never enough. You have to become fitter, thinner, more beautiful, Your house is never enough. It can be cleaner. It could be more well-equipped. The people around you are never enough. You never know when you want different friends or you want to do more for your friends because you feel that they will leave you if you don't. This feeling of scarcity is unfortunately very much in the air around us and it's inescapable. I think something that I just related so deeply to what they were talking about is how even though we may not be consciously thinking about scarcity and excess, it's just the way society that we live in works. We're always told and reminded in so many different ways of what is missing in our lives, and we are also shown and essentially reinforce the importance of having more, which is excess. So when we have this feeling of we are never enough, the only solution is more. And thus we are driven to generate more in our lives, always in every single aspect. We want more people in our lives. We want more wealth, we want more beauty, we want more freedom. Nothing is ever enough. And of course, this is very much for, for a lot of people, including myself, in the early stages when we have not recognized this yet this is very much the cycle that generates so much unhappiness and suffering because we're chasing an idea that is not reality 
we are chasing a world that is not reality. The world that we live in is not defined by scarcity or excess. It is something else entirely. In fact, having enough is never really about how much you have, but deciding that what you have is enough. And of course, that only comes from deeper spiritual reflection and deeper spiritual growth and awakening. A, some, a saying that I remember Ajahn Brahm talked about is one in one of his books is how if it's not something you can fix, it's not a problem. And I think scarcity and excess are more than just a reason for our own suffering, but also for the suffering around us. But then we are also in a different conundrum, which is not only are we suffering because of these ideals and systems, but others are suffering too. And unless you're in a position of great power, you can often feel very helpless in trying to fix these things. And is it okay to simply just not pay attention to anyone else and simply focus on your own peace and joy? I've really thought about this over and over again because I happen to be in a position in life where if I wanted, if I chose to, I don't need to think about others. I can simply live my life and have a comfortable um, and long and healthy life, but I just don't want to do it. This, there's something inherently wrong in shutting myself off from the world and not caring about the plight of others. To me, that just isn't even human. And it seems counter to all of the spiritual work that I've done on myself, which is more or less about awakening and opening rather than closing off and becoming ignorant of reality. So for me, in kind of sharing with you, like how to tame that rage about injustice, but also how do we balance that with our need to also seek out joy ourselves. And I think that balance is really what is needed in our everyday lives. If we devote all of our energy to bettering others, then we don't have any energy left to better ourselves. But if we only focus on ourselves, we're going to be missing out on so many opportunities to exhibit generosity, to exhibit patience, to exhibit so many of the virtues and the qualities that make us better spiritual beings. Um, like if we don't actually open up and become an active part of society. And do I know the secret as to how to create this balance? I think it's something that we all have to figure out. And that's kind of the process of checking in with yourself every day. Because I know that I don't want to live my life feeling guilty that I haven't done enough for myself, but also that I haven't done enough for others. And to me, an integral part of that spiritual path is figuring out that balance. What is this balance for yourself? And what this balance is will change as you move through life. So seeking this balance then is in in and of itself its own journey. So in terms of Buddhism, there are a lot of examples of this. For example, in the monastic tradition, 
there are nuns and monks who have their own spiritual practices, but they also devote time and energy to others. And I think as a lay person, um, or rather someone who isn't an ascetic, this balance is just a little bit difficult to achieve because there isn't a blueprint for everyone. If you have kids or if you have people that depend on you, slash if you have a job, it's so difficult to find time and it's so difficult to find the energy to help others when having to deal with yourself and your own problems is already so much. So I think for anyone else who is struggling with this, just like I am, really, I think the best thing we can do is to leave this as an open question and to trust that we will figure that balance out, that we will find small ways to give to others without draining ourselves. For me, a really, really small but effective example has been just feeding the birds outside. Of course, for a lot of people, feeding wild animals outside makes no sense. But for me, whenever I'm walking by on the street and I see these little birds just pecking at garbage and pecking at the just just really unclean places, I feel really sad because I feel that they're just like people in a way. They feel hunger, they feel a lack in their lives, and you know, bird seed is not that expensive. And I just felt maybe this is something that I can do. Um, because my family also loves to do this in our home. And I thought, okay, I'm not living with them anymore. Maybe I can do something for the birds in my neighborhood. And now every day and just feeding them, even though it's such a small thing, I feel so happy because I'm able to alleviate someone's hunger. I'm able to brighten someone's day. And just like that, a little bit of balance has come back into my life where I stop feeling so helpless that I'm unable to do anything for the world around me that's so big and so overwhelming. But at least I can do something that is within my power to make the lives of these little birds a little bit better. And, you know, funny enough, they come to my window almost every day now. And if I don't feed them on time, they become a little impatient. And I think it's remarkable, actually, how magical it is when you realize that even in the little ability, the little energy, the little resources we have, even if it's just a kind word or just a gesture or a smile, how much power that has in brightening someone's day in making someone's life better, whether it's in a person or an animal. We, if you have a pet, like we are the worlds of our pets. And especially if you've adopted, you've done something amazing already and just taking care of this beautiful being that would have otherwise been in a shelter and may have not been in great conditions. So in approaching the end of this episode, I hope that I can leave you with this feeling of just openness to question how do you how can you seek balance in your life? What are some things that you can do for the world around you that is within your control that can make someone else's day better, whether it's an animal or a person or even just nature? Is it is there a forest or a beach or is there something you can do? We have a lot more power than 
we initially feel when we're reading the news and we're reading about everything that's collapsing in the world. But I don't think that's a reason to give up. And in fact, resilience in the face of change, no matter how small or big, is a really important part of finding and feeling joyful in our lives. We can't just stop pursuing our values and observing our values just because the world is falling apart, because that's not who we are. Who we are is we want to seek this balance, to find joy within and to help generate joy without. And sometimes it takes a little bit of creativity in order to create that balance in our lives and to build that blueprint for ourselves. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Last week, I decided to take one weekend off because I was going through a lot that time. And I thought, okay, this is a way to just take care of myself and make sure that in the next episode, I can deliver something great to you. So I hope and I apologize for the lack of an episode, but sometimes we just need to take care of ourselves. And I hope that if you need to take care of yourself, that you're able to. And you can also find small yet really powerful ways to positively influence the world around you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Until next week.